Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your head fangirl in charge, and this is the Monday Movie Minute for October 7, 2019. If you've listened to the podcast a few times, you know how this goes. Every Monday, we chat about the movies that came out, what we saw last week, what's happening at the box office. Pretty much, you know, as long as it's movie related, anything goes on Monday. Sometimes we're short and sweet, sometimes... It runs a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, sometimes we talk about old movies that I might have rewatched to see if they still hold up. And sometimes it's about what just came out in the theaters over the weekend. This week, this week we're going to talk about Joker. And especially I'm going to talk about this one coming from the perspective of should your kids see it? Yes, I know it's rated R, and so most of you are thinking, no, of course your kids shouldn't see it. But I'm talking about your older teens. I'm talking about uh, those late middle school, high school year kids who are all asking to see this movie. And I'm going to address why, spoiler alert, I don't think they should. All right, but first, we're going to talk about the box office. And uh, (laughs) right off the bat, Joker, this is why we're talking about it, (laughs) Joker busted records this weekend, 93.5 million uh, for the biggest October box office ever domestically. Yeah, it's that kind of movie. People are talking about it. People are wanting to go see it. And that includes your kids. I promise you, they're going to ask if they haven't already. Uh, In the number two slot was Abominable, which I told you guys about last week. Go listen to that one if you're on the fence. Adorable, super sweet, I love that it's still showing pretty strong up there in the number two spot. Uh, Number three is Downton Abbey. Also thrilled to see that. Uh, Hustlers is number four. It Chapter Two is number five. Ad Astra is number six. Number seven is Judy. Eight is Rambo. Nine is War. And ten is Good Boys. Now, I mean, I'm surprised to see Good Boys still there. I think that came out early August, right? Um... But it's still in there in the top 10. People are still going to see it. And uh, I'm even a little surprised to see Downton Abbey is hanging in there. I'm thrilled that it is, but I am still surprised. I, I I didn't expect it to have this longevity, but hey, Downton fans, you know I'm your girl. <laughs> I'm thrilled to see it. I'm also wondering if uh, people are doing what I'm doing, which is seeing it multiple times in the theater, because that's... It's that kind of movie for fans like us, and and I know I'm not going to be able to rewatch it on Amazon like I can right now, right? I'm going to have to actually go and see it in the theater again. So I'm wondering if some of that might be impacting box office, but whatever the reason, I'm down with it. I'm thrilled with it. I'm happy that Downton Abbey is uh, is is being well so well received by the fans anyway. All right, guys. So here we go with Joker. <laughs> Deep breaths. Okay, as a general review, um, this one is is tough for me. I do not tend to like super dark and deep movies. And Joker is, if it's nothing else, it is definitely dark. I'm not sure it's deep. 
<clears throat> but it's super dark. And that's not something I can easily say that in air quotes over here, I liked exactly. That's just not, that's not the way my brain works. Okay. So I can't, it's hard for me to say, oh, I liked it or I loved it because I didn't mostly due to just it doesn't, it doesn't jive with me. Um, obviously, that's where my personal bias comes in. And I know as a reviewer, as a critic, that should not factor in. I get all that. But you guys also know that when I review something, it first and foremost has to have an entertainment value to me. This one does have an entertainment value. It's just not it's not on my typical level of what I consider entertaining. So it, it's just a hard one for me to kind of think through it, okay? So while I won't go as far as saying this is a good movie, because I do think there are some issues with it, uh, I, I don't disagree with some of the concerns that, that that people have voiced with this particular movie. For example, it's 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 got a very slow build, and as an average person, I don't know DC Comics. I'm not huge into it. I know who the Joker is, but I mean, I, I'm not a comic book reader. Uh, this slow build almost turned me off, and in in the in the sense that I almost left the theater. It was that slow and that boring and was losing me quickly. I almost left the theater over it. I don't think that's the intention. I don't think that's what that slow build is supposed to do. Um, I, I, I know why it's there, but I mean, I just don't think that that was what they wanted, you know, to happen. I, I stuck it through. I saw the whole thing, but I, I was kind of bored. Um, yeah, I, I was bored, at least for the first 30, 35 minutes or so. So I'm just... As a warning, uh, those of you that are going to go see this, it takes a while to kind of uh, get anything to really happen, okay? I can't say I liked it, but I can't say I didn't like it either. This is, this is, this is a weird one. This is a weird one. It's more a case of, with Joker, I think that it's a case of that I appreciated it. I appreciated a lot of what I saw and what I felt and experienced. I mean, y'all, when a movie sits with you for days after you leave the theater, you know there's something to it, right? I mean, there has to be. And and Joker, Joker is sitting with me. I am 100% certain it's Joaquin Phoenix and his complete buy-in to this character that is what's sitting with me <laughs> because... I mean, the whole film is Joaquin Phoenix, and what he did with this role and this character is is pretty incredible and pretty. I mean, he was he was all in. He was completely all in. I am sure he was a total pain in the booty to work with because of how much he was into this character. So I kind of feel for everybody that had to deal with the guy, uh, just because there's there's no way that he wasn't walking around as Arthur Fleck all the time. What he gives in this performance is, is pretty amazing. Is pretty amazing. Um, if he doesn't get a ton of nominations, uh, then I don't know what's wrong with Hollywood these days. Because this role and his commitment to it is, is just the kind of thing that Oscar peeps love to reward. I mean, physically and mentally, he was just all in. He was, he was all in. But the rest of the movie, the, we're going to talk about this from a parent movie review. Because I I know kids are asking about it, I know teens are asking about it, and I do have some concerns, and I just want parents to know up front what the scoop is, okay? Uh, a little synopsis of the movie. Parents, are you listening? Please listen. I cannot stress this enough. This is not DCU. 
This is not MCU. This is not that type of movie. This is not a comic book story in those senses that that we've all come to embrace and enjoy and take our our younger children to, right? I mean, I do it. I, we take our little one to all of the MCU movies and to the DCU movies, and she loves it. So if you have kids who think they need to see this, they need to know a little bit more about the movie before they go, and so do you, before you give that permission. Uh, here's why. So it's 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 an origin story. It's a backstory to the Joker. It's super real, and it's super dark. Not just dark humor. In fact, there's almost zero humor in this one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dark, 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 dark. Um, very different from MCU and DCU. There is, there's nothing fun about Joker. Nothing. Uh, and that's on purpose. I mean, that readers of the comics will tell you, well, duh, right? But I'm speaking to those of us who don't do comics, who didn't realize that, who we maybe are used to like the Jack Nicholson version of Joker from way back in the day. That's how we were introduced to him, right? Big, big, big difference. Big difference. This story chronicles uh, the descent into madness um, that this guy, this this loner, Arthur Fleck, finds himself falling into. And eventually, that's how he becomes the Joker. Uh, at the point that everyone and everything around him fails him, and he basically stops trying to do the right things and just leans into the wrong things. Uh, it ultimately leads him to basically just, I don't know, in a way, living his true self. Ah, and that true self is pretty much madness. Pretty much. Okay, so guys, there's nothing fun here. <laughs> and the way it's shot and the way it's depicted is uh, very real and very true. And uh, it's very hard to find the fantasy in this, especially because of the subject matter of mental health and mental illness that we're dealing with. That is a and with a society that sometimes, you know, tosses that to the side and doesn't doesn't help where that help is needed. It absolutely has some 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 realness to it that is probably just not what your kids are looking for. Okay, I could be wrong. You might have kids who are all in on this, but. For the most part, for most children, this is not the kind of film they're signing up for. And uh, yeah, so number one, I think they're going to be bored with it. Uh, like I said, I was, uh, <laughs> and it took a while for for me to kind of settle in and to really accept it. And I'm just thinking that most teens are going to think, oh my gosh, I just spent 15 bucks on this, and this is a dumb movie. I'm bored. I don't like it. Like, Where's the jokes? There are no jokes. There are no jokes. <laughs> well, I guess there's there's a little bit of jokes, but I mean, not. they're very uncomfortable, weird jokes, guys. Uh, anyway, number two, this movie is just, like I said, so dark. Deep, dark, black, pitch, black movie, okay? Since, since the whole story is about this man with mental illness um, giving up trying to fight it, uh, you know, and, and you don't blame him because everyone around him gives up on him. So what, what is somebody, what are you supposed to do, right? I'm not saying we feel pity or that we even say what he does is okay. That's not what this movie does, not at all. But but it, it's, it's just something that I want to point out in this day and day, there's so many kids that are struggling with anxieties, with depression, or with mental health struggles themselves. Guys, 
this is not the movie for them to go and see. Okay, it could be triggering, uh, and I and I don't mean triggering in the sense that they're going to start shooting up people. I I don't I don't think that's the case. But I'm thinking if they're already in a dark deep place themselves mentally, this isn't <laughs> this isn't the movie that's going to help them get out of it. It's not. Um, it could could do a little bit of harm from a mental standpoint of, of stressing them out even further. Um, it's just, <laughs> I cannot advise it if you have somebody who's, who's dealing with those issues, okay? If you do plan on letting your teens see it, then please go first. Please, please, please. Of all the movies that have been out there this year, uh, I need you to go ahead and watch this one so that you are prepared to have that conversation as needed. This is an important movie to make sure that you can have a discussion about and you can't do it if you don't see the movie, okay? Um, So please keep that in mind if you do decide to let your child go, especially if they're one that is already struggling with some, some concerns. Um, and then number three, like the violence and language and sure it's, it's there, there's nudity and there's sex as well. And the violence is, is brutal. It's, it's brutal. It's upfront. It's in your face. It's tough. But honestly, that's not my big hang up with kids for this particular movie. Um, at least with the older kids anyway, I probably would have let mine see it from a violence, sex and language standpoint. It's, it's the other aspect of this, that the mental struggles and the mental, the, 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 the just deep, deep, deep darkness of all of this, I, I just don't think they need to see it. I don't think they need to see that, okay? The realness and the sadness and the depression are just not something I'd recommend for most teens to watch, especially if you have like an empath. Oh, they will be affected by this performance and by this story. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it, it, it's it's that kind of a movie, okay, guys? Now, my recommendation is that you might want to see it, but leave those those kids at home. This isn't Aquaman. It's not even Dark Knight level of, of dark. And, and I can say that because we, we came home and immediately watched Dark Knight after we watched Joker. Uh, kind of we wanted to compare, you know, the two Joker uh, renditions, which... There's uh, there's no comparison. They're both phenomenal, okay? I'm not even going to pretend like I can say one is better than the other. I'm not going there on this one. Uh, they were both phenomenal. A- and you could actually see what I liked about it as somebody who's not a DC person, who's not into the comic books, seeing Joker and then watching how it's kind of like flash forward a couple of years and Heath Ledger's version in The Dark Knight is 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 what happened a couple of years after, you know, Joker wraps up and you could see that so it was cool that part I liked I that was cool but these movies still are completely very 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 different and if you thought Dark Knight was dark and deep and maybe not for kids trust me on this Joker's like 50,000 times darker (laughs) all right guys that is the Monday Movie Minute this week Uh, don't forget to subscribe throw up those five-star reviews it helps other fangirls find the show and It is always appreciated by yours truly. Thanks for fangirling with me on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast and hope you'll be back to fangirl with me again real soon.